passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. The three <laughs> musketeers are back with a live episode of X's and Knowles, presented by the venerable, the highly regarded, the professional Knowles247.com. I'm here as always. The pleasure is mine to be joined by Kevin Little and Coach Adam Brown. Boys, how you doing, Adam? Cool background, man. I didn't know you you tickled the ivories. No, I just uh, <laughs> I just moved into a new luxurious house, and I'm so fancy with my wonderful, beautiful background and my fancy piano right over one of those directions, one of those shoulders. Absolutely. If you uh, if you're listening to the audio only version, you have no idea what we're talking about. For all you guys in YouTube, you can you can see Adam's fake bougie green screen background. <laughs> well, guys, they're excited. I'm excited because the off season is done. It's over. Kaput ski done. We get to talk about real live football because today was the first day of FSU practice. And we are going to break down all we're going to squeeze every last bit of content out of those eight minute highlights because we get to talk about some real deal live just happened today. Yesterday, if you're listening on Thursday, honest to goodness football guys, before I talk about your excitement level, I want you to give you a minute to compose yourselves. Got a sick deal going on at Knowles247.com. Listen, you get a whole year. For 60%. Come on, guys. That gives you the best coverage in the biz. That gets you all access to the to the discussion on the forum. That's going to give you all the videos that we're going to do both on the X's and Knowles YouTube page and the Knowles 24-7 page. And guess what, guys? Did your kid like Paw Patrol? Duh. Which kid doesn't? Chase is on the case. You get also a full year of Paramount Plus for free. And trust me, that has dad. saved your boy quite a bit. Rubble on the double. Now, listen, I, so subscribe, 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 and tell them we sent you. It makes us look better. Also, speaking of subscriptions, we're on the Knowles 24-7 YouTube page, which is just mushroom cloud blown up. Uh, so I would say if you haven't subscribed to that, subscribe to that along with the X's and Knowles YouTube page. We're going to be doing – it's going to be split based on what type of film we're using. So just subscribe to both, turn your notifications on, get in on it before the season, and you'll be ready to go. Guys, I am so tired of pimping stuff out. It is your turn to talk and be excited. Are you ex- are you guys excited from yeah, what let- you saw from day one? And what what you know? What are your first impressions? And what things are you looking for as practice progresses? Let AB take it. Oh, Trey, it's day one. We got 
fancy pictures of guys mm-hmm. walking onto the practice field. Yeah, some jogging. There's, not a, lot, there's not a hell of a lot more that gets me jazzed up than a guy walking to a practice field. All right. He's <laughs> you know, Brendan's out there snapping pictures of the big beef eaters, Robert Cooper, Fabian Love it. He's got like the half cut shirt on. I mean, it, you know, it's just it's just what you it's what you show up for. It's what this time of year is all about. Guys walking to practice fields. And then you know, you get what eight, nine, ten minutes of uh yeah, you know, their warm-ups in and guys uh, doing some squats on the field. I mean, good calisthenics. We're a big pro calisthenics uh, YouTube show here, guys. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's day one of football season. Um, you know, if you're a red blooded American, that's what, it's what you live for, right? Day one of football season. You know, the Eagles were in the, you know, don't, don't bring your my birds. background. The, don't bring the, your yeah, birds into this. The, the, hey, I will bring my birds into this because they were on the practice fields today. <laughs> So were the Knowles. It was an exciting time. Uh, you know, and I think my favorite part of it was going on the Knowles 24-7 and reading Brendan's practice report after practice. Yeah, smothered, covered, hash browns as far as the coverage goes. It was impressive. They had it from all angles. And Adam's right. You know, it's funny. He did mention the old, uh, the old standard football first day of practice, crop tops, the bellies hanging out. But I think that is jokes aside, navel gazing aside. I think that is going to be one of the, the storylines to watch is the body transformation and the composition differences that some of these guys are going to be talking about that you're going to see on the video because it looks like strength and conditioning coach Josh Storms has had a very, it seems like a very good offseason session with a lot of these guys and the results. I know we, we talked weights all last episode, <laughs> but the yeah. results you can actually see seeing is believing. Kevin, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about like 20-year-old navels? Like what what caught your eye day one of practice? We know what caught Adam's eye. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we left spring with a lot of momentum. Um, I think the summer we heard great things about Josh Storms. I think in those pictures, it was kind of, you know, maybe it didn't do some of the the kids justice, but by by all accounts, the people that that saw everybody in person, it was exciting. I think the the excitement for me centers around kind of what they've done to this offensive line room. Um, mm. You know, they, they've got, you know, we're, we're, we're arguing over how many, like who can fit into what spot when we're like, we're trying to fit in a guy that was our starting left tackle as a true freshman, a couple years ago. Now right. we're trying to fit him in somewhere, you know, um, that's a good place to be and it. By, by all, by all accounts, it seems like that room specifically has taken a step forward and it's really a room that, um, you know, people have been criticizing for the past five years. And, uh, so it's kind of good to have some momentum going with that and it's exciting. And, uh, yeah, I think there's some big question marks that are, that, that wanted to be answered from this first practice. I think we got some answers, uh, but, uh, it's still a long fall camp and, you know, it's it's a it's a good time. Absolutely. And that's that's right. I think 10 new additions to the offensive line group over the offseason, just a platoon of new dudes. Kevin was the great point, Kevin. You were talking about Darius Washington. That's a kid that started for us at tackle uh, his freshman year. And now it's like, where is he going to go? Is he going to be a part of the starting five? Is he going to be like behind? We don't know. Obviously, we're talking about practice, so we don't really 
we're not supposed to talk about like depth chart stuff. So we're just going to talk about the performances and what we saw, what we analyzed. Now, guys, before we get into the film, are there any storylines that you're watching as camp progresses, any positional battles or any, any, any things that maybe our learned audience should take note of when they're reading the Knowles 24 seven practice reports and watching our videos, Kevin, go ahead. Yeah, I was just, uh, thinking about that. Um, let me see if I can pull something up. Let let AB address it, and then then Go I'll ahead. come back. As like as uh, as he did on Knowles twenty four seven court, my man has come with evidence. Adam, speak from the heart, my man. What are you looking for? Like what what's the camp storyline to watch in your opinion? Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of them because there's for the first time in quite a while we've got multiple position battles that actually matter, right? I mean, right. It's a uh, all over the place. We've got uh, you know. I mean, I could think of two, maybe even three on the offensive line alone. I think that that's where my head's going to be at the, this, through this campus. Where Where is the progress on that offensive line at? Where are they going to finish? What's the finished product going to look like? Are they going to be a group we're going to be able to rely on throughout the season to, A, run the football, which is a staple of what Mike Norvell and Alex Atkins want to do as an offense, and their their, their foundation is uh, built around running the football. And then defensively, Where's the cohesiveness in the secondary? Okay. Um, you've got two safeties back from last year that were, are a pretty dynamic duo. Do they come back as strong as they finished last season? And do they do they communicate with the group in front of them as well as they finished the year uh, so that we kind of hit the ground running and we don't have these games where we're going out putting, you know, giving up 28 points in the first half and then kind of finding our way at halftime. Uh, you, you need to start hot, play well, give the offensive chance to find their rhythm because they're not as talented a group as the defense is, uh, and then hopefully be able to lean on that offensive line in the second half to go win, win some football games. That's a good point, Adam. Kind of capture the momentum that you had from the uh, second half of the season, and then also a lot of the momentum that you built in with spring. Mike Novell mentioned it in his press conferences. He's very excited about this group because it – there are a lot of guys returning. There's a lot less chaos today. Mike Norvell mentioned there was a lot of install today. He threw a lot of stuff at him, and there didn't seem to be the the chaos and discombobulation that there had been before because this is an experienced group. They know what Mike Norvell wants and expects. So I'm with you. Let's hit the ground running and start off because for a whole plethora of reasons, job security of the head man or recruiting implications, they do need to get off to a hot start at the beginning of the year. Kevin, what do you think? Storyline to watch. Yeah, so uh, I, you know me, I want to I want to bring up visuals. So uh, I bet you would. Here's, here's my little chalkboard. Um, for me, I I'm gonna be watching the wide receiver room uh, pretty specifically when I when I will be able to make it out to practices, uh, and that's for two reasons. Because I think that uh, realistically, there are two really high. Uh, potential prospects on the wide receiver room and depending on how successful they are really can dictate the overall success of the offense. So, okay. Um, the first one is, is obviously Johnny Wilson. Um, they'll probably use him a lot in this little, as a, as kind of a flex wide receiver, almost a tight end, but spaced further away. Um, that allows him to kind of crack back and block in the box. Um, and it also allows them to be kind of a threat. So the, the idea is if the defense is going to put a corner on them, that corner is not going to be able to uh, withstand being blocked by him. And you can kind of get the edge in the running game. Um, but if you maybe put a safety or a linebacker out here on them, 
then he's a threat in the passing game. So seeing if he kind of evolves as a receiver um, and his ability to catch the ball, run routes. Um, and the second one is 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 Deuce Span. So Deuce Span is going to be an outside receiver, an outside threat. So what you see happening with Jordan Travis at quarterback is these safeties like to to cheat up into the box um, and like to be kind of what's called a force or an alley player. So if this quarterback ends up bouncing outside, the, the safeties are there to kind of get them. So um, by having someone that can take the top off the defense potentially, so he's got the he's got the inline speed. So if right. uh, you see that he's able to to beat a corner one on one just in a straight line, and these safeties are are cheating up, so the corner has no help. That means that uh, you can start to take the lid off the offense, which really opens back up the running game. So. Um, both of those guys are guys that were really kind of raw in the spring. Um, but if one or both of them can, can show up, it really adds a huge dynamic to your offense that you didn't have last season. So, um, that's where I'm going to be spending a lot of my attention. Um, just because I think it, it, it really will dictate the success of the offense coming the fall. I agree. Yeah, and, like, go ahead, Adam. It's important to note out or to point out that, we saw that a lot last year. That's not something we're just taking away from today's practice and saying, no, oh, no, I mean, no. Yeah, yeah. We There's obviously a lot of, um, you, you know, cautiousness because we appreciate that the staff allows, <laughs> you know, the media to be out there as much as they do. We, we don't want to give away any trade secrets in here. Um, no, that's that's what I'm looking for mm-hmm. come fall camp. That's not necessarily what I saw today. <laughs> right. Just right. Just to say that that's what we and that's what we want. And as far as those two guys goes, like you said, we're going to analyze the performances that we see on the film. There's a lot of stuff that we can't talk about, can't see. But everything that you see with us on the film, we'll analyze what we can see. And then, of course, I think you're right about Johnny Wilson and Deuce, those two uh, those two transfers. I mean, the the rap on Johnny from Arizona State, big, physically impressive kid issues with drops. The the story on span. Uh, very physically impressive. A lot of fast twitch muscle fibers kids can go extremely mm-hmm. raw because he's a converted to the wide receiver position. I think those are all very good storylines to watch. Gentlemen, let's watch the film. Get me some dog old film on here. Get me the film. I want the film. All right. Well, as you will, Ke- while Kev's queuing some of that film up, we've got a couple questions. Kev, we okay. get it queued up and all. Uh, is Wyatt Rector getting more reps? A blessing in disguise. Uh, I think Brendan would say yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that that could be a storyline to watch, man. Just yeah, the, for sure. Who is going to step up at the tight end position? I. The, it's been so situational during Mike Norvell's tenure here. Like, who's going to step up? Obviously, Cam McDonald. Just based on you know what we saw last year and expectations this year, he's the clear number one. But who's the number two? Okay, like who, right. who's going to be the guy in there if they run two tight end sets? Like, who's going to step up and catch a ball besides Cam McDonald? I think that's a. We're, we're going to we, we need more production of, out of there. We're going to get an O line shot here in a second. There was a question in the in the uh, chat about the um, body transformations on the line. Uh, look that at that might? speed. Look at that speed. No, that's, that's no. Who's that? Oh, Probably that Mike. Idea. Yeah, that's Mike running. Okay. So oh, that is Mike. Let's run that back because I teased that in the uh, is Mike Norvell wide receiver one? Look at that. Look at those burners. Nah, he looks a little, those looks a little tight to me. There's another, another shot. Uh, there's another shot of him. 
he runs Coop down from like 20 yards behind. Look, Trey, he's faster than Robert Cooper, you know. He, he, runs, <laughs> he runs Coop down. I don't know, man. I think Mike might still have it. He might need to sneak him out there. I, I I wouldn't mind seeing Mike line up in the slot if you brought the cornrows back and the dirty guy goatee. That was man, that was a look. Mike used to Mike used to look like a trillion bucks. I'd like him to bring that back, but I, I digress. I, I want to talk about this. I want to okay. talk about quarterbacks. Um, I I like what I see out of Jordan. He looks real. He looks real smooth. He looks real polished. Okay, how so? Are you talking about footwork, just, arm his motion, foot, his footwork? Everything's in rhythm. Uh, I mean. Yeah, look at that. This is AJ. This is AJ. I think AJ's got a little, little, little short stride. I'd like to see him get a little deeper stride, but I'm guessing Tony likes those feet not getting past the shoulders. Yeah, you see Jordan Travis's stride last year was a little bit longer. These feel more controlled, a little tighter. Yeah, yeah they're a lot of very balanced. Um, if you remember two years ago, we talked a lot about Jordan's upper body not being in rhythm with his lower body. Just look how he's all – he's very together there. He's very – everything's connected. The ball's coming out with the elbow, with the with the front elbow. Hips yeah. are open. Feet look good. I mean, it's just it – is he looks night and day different from two years ago. That's the only that, one we have. That is positive. Right? I just hate yeah, that he doesn't get his elbow above his shoulder. Hate it. Yeah, it crazy. Is that a stylistic thing, or is that something that's I, like a real I mechanical guess. I mean, flaw? I, I don't think it's a flaw because he does throw the ball okay, but I think it does impact his accuracy. I mean, I've always been taught that if the ball doesn't get above, if the ball doesn't get to what they call what I've been, it's been referred to to me as a zero point, which is forty-five degrees out from your from your neck and above the shoulder, that you're going to have problems with accuracy. And I mean, we have seen that with Jordan some, but. He does get the ball out well. It, it it commonly gets to where it's supposed to to be. So yeah, I mean, you can shoot. see. I just illustrated the zero point on Rotomaker, but compared to Jordan Travis, you kind of see where yeah. his arm is. Yeah, I like where Tate. I like where Tate's ball, where his elbow is, as compared to Jordan. I think Jordan. I mean, yeah, Tate has a very has a very conventional throwing motion. Jordan Travis. Yeah. Jordan, uh, just, I feel like that creates a little drag. I I would love to would love to hear from Tony what he thinks about that. I think you can get away with it if, if your footwork yeah. is clean. You know, I For think sure. that's the more important part. I think we're leaning more and more towards understanding that footwork is, is probably the most important part about being a quarterback. And yeah, I agree. Um, if and your feet are right, Jordan, the arm tends sure. to follow. Yeah, yeah. double Same so, the punt yeah. return. Let's hope these look a lot better this year. <laughs> I think yeah, I would imagine they've invested in athletes for those spots. I would imagine that they will. Yeah, it seems so. Um, it does seem just based off uh, what, what coaches have said that uh, they seem to be having people focus on either punt return or kick return. Um, so probably not doing both. And so I, I think that hopefully you'll see that kind of pay dividends in, in the sense of they can be specialists in, in a sense. What did you think of that rep from Jordan? Anything, anything a note or just solid again? Yeah, I mean, it's good. I think... They're they're clearly working on keeping the the ankles. So in this, he's pretty close here. I kind of paused yeah, it. You don't want your ankles across here. Yeah. Um, it's touching heels. Yeah. So uh, he's good in the last half. It's it's right there at the beginning that he he kind of gets a little off. Um, but that's also part of his drop. So 
maybe there's an excuse for that first part. But what are they working on there, Kev? I mean, what's the point of that drill? I mean, just they're just trying to keep the 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 feet apart, moving, uh, shuffling, eyes, shoulders downfield, moving through the pocket, moving up yeah. into the pocket. Yeah, it's all about and pocket pocket movement. I think that's something that Jordan Travis also struggled in last season was mm-hmm. was moving up in the pocket instead of trying to trying to escape and and run backwards. Yeah, yeah, knowing when to do which one. Yeah, I think you're right too, and hopefully the 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 enhanced comfortability will help with that. But yeah, there were times where we we noted like, hey man, he should have climbed the pocket here, and he had a guy on the rare occasion when he did have a guy open. So we'll, that'll be something to look at as well. Uh, what do you guys think of the running backs here? As far I think that's Rodney Hill, true freshman. Um, looks smooth. That looks, is a big, <laughs> a that big is a running large, back. That's Marcus and Douglas. So it's not all running backs. Yeah, got tight ends mixed in. Um, and then uh, take Rotomaker, the the running back slash tight end. Oh yeah, looking good naturally. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I'm with you guys. I really think running back is going to be the strength of this team. I'm so interested to see how that rotation shakes out. I mean, it's it really has been as far as like the off season hype. It's definitely been the all about Trey Benson, but man, Trayshawn Ward, when especially at the beginning of last year, very effective, very impressive. Rodney Hill looks uh, clean catching the ball. I, uh, there's some there's some different clips of him throughout the uh, videos. Thought he caught the ball really well. Might be a guy you see out in, you know, they like to run some 22 personnel, put him out in the slot, and let him, uh, you know, let him do some things. Yeah. So this is Span. This is the guy I was talking about earlier, right here. So just seeing him, you know, if if he's getting better at catching the ball, if he's running better routes, uh, something we'll keep an eye on. Was that Trayshawn Ward? Yeah, it was. It's a nice little back shoulder catch. Yeah. Axon West, who supposedly caught the ball better today. Uh I he he's not he wasn't in here, but Kentron Kentron catching the back shoulder. What a shot. Is that Kentron? Yeah, it's Kentron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it? That was when we've seen he, him produce. That's been yeah, his route. Yeah. That's yeah. been his route, right? The build yeah, back shoulder got, specialist. Kind of a make or break year for him, I would I would say also. Make or break camp, honestly. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is what this was exciting me. Deuce Ban. He is explosive. Yeah, this is what uh, I'm talking about. Different, we haven't seen that in a little while. Um that that that, that looks clean. That looks like an athlete. We we've been missing that. Yeah, and by we, I mean, you know, seminal people, you know, seminal fans watching. That's right. Be objective. Put your it's objectivity my, I, hat on there. I'm trying guy. not to. I'm trying not to, but I get a little giddy when I watch the film. Sorry. <laughs> no, man. It, it, it's like you said, there's a stark difference from what we've seen back there. And I, I, we need some production of the special teams this year. That's something we can't keep punting on. Now look at all this beef, Adam Brown. My God. Yeah, look man, at there's my boy. Bless Harris. Just, I'm just ride, sheer, I'm just sheer numbers, sheer numbers, man. Look at that. Just massive mm-hmm. humanity. Alex Atkins doing work. That's three. Like, that's three thirty-five. Uh, Robert Scott on the left. Yeah, he looks, good. looks like he's actually got a stomach now. Like plus Harris. That's the first kid that looks like an actual offensive tackle that we've seen in a while. Yeah, people sleep on him because of where he came from. But I'm with you, AB. I, I thought he looked good in the spring, and he looks good here. I mean, Turnatine's a huge individual, and bless yeah. Harris. Damn right he is. Bless Harris looks, he looks like a tackle standing next to Turner time, you know? Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a guy that, uh, I, I, that I've talked to, you know, through different various 
various places. And he uh, he had, he's had a couple uh, players that he's coached in the past that were at South Carolina last year. And he was telling me that uh, from what he's seen at turn time, and he saw him in person last year at South Carolina, that he looks night and day different. As far as like really, body composition, really Adam. gotten himself into shape. Yeah, he does look slimmed up. Yeah. So I, I look, I know that people have kind of dumped on that take a little bit, you know, that, you know, was he worth a scholarship and all those things? If he's motivated and uh, if he's in shape, he put a, he put a couple of good games together. We watched that Florida film. He, he, he actually put a pretty good performance on, on tape in that Florida game last year. If he's in shape and he's motivated, we might potential, have a legitimate battle. Yeah, like potential to possibly crack the the starting yeah. five, maybe. Oh yeah, I mean, at least be a at least be a valuable player. I mean, I mean, I'm he put sure, in meaningful I'm not sure snaps in SEC. That. Right? Yeah. yeah, he did. I mean, it's it's true. It was inconsistent, but yeah, he was he was in there. So I, that that would be a very positive development. And this is what Azariah Thomas, right, working in special teams. Mm-hmm. There's another there's another body type that just looks different. A lot of guys, a lot of a lot of new faces in here that uh they don't look like what's been running around out there the last couple of years. And I think yeah, you can hear that in Mike's voice too when he talked about this team. I think he knows he's got some guys that can play some ball. Yeah, I think I think as it stands now, the, the there's there are very few holes on the roster. And if you can get some of these guys that that are built different to step up, then um yeah, and I'm not out here projecting 10 wins because I think that the, you know, the holes are the, the the ceiling of the talent of some of these guys. Sure. I'm not sure that that's there, but I do think you got, I mean, yeah, I just think you got some guys coming in here finally that look and play a little different. Yeah, yeah the and, question is going to be the, the, if, if there's enough of those guys, right. but yeah, I'm right, with right. you, Adam. Go, go ahead, Kevin. What were you saying? Is this, is 30, 32's dicks here, right? Yeah. He's slimmed up a little bit. He's a freaking manimal. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so I, I think I think the question the jury's still out on on some of the linebackers. Um, that's going to be something else that I I I'm really interested in and follow as we get more information on them and how they look in practice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I made that video I think last week about kind of criticizing them, but I think I think there's some potential there and. Um, I think that might be Lundy. No, that's 45. No, not him. The oh, third where? in line here. Hard to tell. Yeah, tough to see numbers. Well, that was a kid, though, as far as like when the, when the old twit picks came out, man. DJ mm-hmm. Lundy was a uh, walk into practice. That was him, Kevin. That, he was a walk into practice superstar, man. That kid looks so much different than when he first came to campus. Yeah, I think I think that's I think as we are able to see him put on pads and and move in space a little bit more, we'll kind of get a better feel for kind of where he is. I think he can also be more in that kind of. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of potential there for for DJ Lundy, but I think that he's best suited as a kind of a situational guy until he gets a better feel for the passing game and moving around in space. And so I think, ooh, who's forty four. Is that Josh Farmer? I believe so. I, wonder, I, I don't I think Josh Farmer would be catching the football. No, no, that, him right there. That's Josh Farmer, right? Oh yes, yes. Sorry. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about this play. Yep. That, that, yep. yeah, that's a kid that came to campus and ready to work. Man, I did. I wonder how much playing time he's going to get this year. 
Got to figure he's going to be in the rotation, but the problem is who comes off the field. They've got some bodies up front. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's fast forward a little here, Kev. Let's get the juicy stuff. Guys juicy slapping, stuff. Guys slapping bags. Come on. Is that <laughs> a... Day one, man. Yeah, they're working They're working some edge rushing. Is that the, uh, With the D-backs. I mean, these are, these are warm-up drills. I mean, these are things that they're just teaching some skills. Oh, God. Hey, we get the Whoever first 15 minutes of practice. Is, we're going to enjoy all 15 minutes of it. What, what do you think, man? What, what are you looking for here, Adam, as a, as a former trenches coach? What, what do you look for here? And it's a warm-up drill, but what are the things that, you know, that, uh, that Odell would be focusing on? Odell, but getting, getting the hips flipped, good hard, uh, you know, hand slap, and then getting up the field. How about you, AB? But I think that first step um, looks like something. Looks like something we've done a lot, of, a lot of talking about. Yeah, that doesn't look like it's forward. It looks like it's to the side. Yeah, and, interesting. And the Blocking space rather than a man, possibly. Look yeah. at him moving. So we're going to do a position. We're going to do a position preview, and we don't want to talk about it a whole lot right now because we don't want to get in trouble. Um, but we are going to do a position preview on the kind of on the run game itself. And uh, and something we're going to talk about a lot there is how Mike Norvell and Alex Atkins have been big fans of the outside zone running game. Um, and it's kind of been missing from Florida State the last two seasons. And we have some thoughts that maybe it's going to come back and we'll see, um, you know, this is day one, so they've obviously had some install periods throughout uh, throughout the summer where they're able to get out and work with the guys. Uh, Adam Fuller talked about it at the at uh, his presser, well, not his presser, but at the luncheon yesterday. Um, so you know you're seeing things here go in inside zone, outside zone, some basic passing game stuff on day one. They, you know, they're gonna they're gonna install an offense, and it's all gonna start with a foundation. And in college football foundational plays are inside zone and outside zone. They're the easiest plays to teach uh, as far as the cost of reps. So when you see some of these things in these first few days of practice, you're going to see a lot of zone stuff. It's not, I mean, there's going to be a lot of different plays that are going to go in, uh, you know, that we're not going to see until game day, but don't be alarmed when you see inside zone, outside zone, it doesn't mean they're going to run these things in, in games. There's just these are just play. These are ways to build the foundation of your offense. Yeah, absolutely. Foundational concepts. Who knows what sort of wrinkles that that they're going to build off of that? That's something that I think one of the strengths I think of Mike Norvell <laughs> with a lot of the games that he called last year, starting off with something as a base concept, then building things around it. If you guys remember that that misread kind of toss key play that they ran with Jordan a lot last year, and then they built some things off of that. Like you said, it's day one. Mike said there was a lot of installation, so those foundational concepts. I'm more – I mean, you can't really glean much from how much they're going to do one thing or the other, even though you know that they're going to run both of those plays at least once sometime during the season. I think one one thing that was positive to me, I liked watching that combination of those five dudes in the offensive line. They look pretty fluid together as far as the steps moving – it looks like a team that Mike said they've installed a lot, but this is a experienced veteran team. They've run that before. That didn't look like a lot of guys out of sync. Mm-hmm. That's a team that's worked together a fair amount, and now you don't have to really so much worry about the base concepts as much, rep the base concepts, but now you can really start building. I am very interested to see just how much Florida State 
2022 looks like Memphis, like 2018 or 2019, if it does at all. You got a new offensive coordinator with Alex Atkins. What, what influences from Charlotte and Tulane is he going to bring to the table? So that'll be interesting. And, uh, it's stuff that we're going to, we're going to watch and learn and grow together. Like, like the little family that we are guys, <laughs> anything, anything else that you want to add um, after watching that clip, maybe answer a few questions before we get out of here. No, I think I'm going to put this on like a 24 hour loop until tomorrow. And uh, <laughs> just suck just get, every just last bit of football till it's a desiccated MP4 husk. I love it. Uh, Kevin, yeah, well, got, Adams, get Adams, the- I got to get to Ivy here. Ivy's asking me about wind projections. Um, I'll make wind projections and we're going to do, we're going to do some of that for Knowles 24 seven. As we get a little bit farther into summer camp here, not ready to make wind projections in July, July 27th, a little early. Yeah. We're going to string you along for that one. Absolutely. You got to tune in, tune in more for that. Looking for free wind projections is going to cost you. We're on a cheap <laughs> date here. We'll, we'll get we'll get to the wind share soon enough. You just keep your shirt on there, Ivy. Um, anybody <laughs> anybody else? Any other questions? We will do that. We have some fun. We have some fun ideas. It's fun collaborative ideas. Uh, I think as, we got. Uh, to, I think most of them got answered naturally. Uh, some questions about Deuce Band, Trey Benson, returning kicks. Uh, I don't. I, I'm sure they're going to give Trey looks back there, but. If I had to guess, he's probably I, I wouldn't think he's going to be your number one kick returner because I think he's going to be your number one running back. Um, I mean, they put the uh, Jay Sean Corbin back there last year, they so. did. That's not something they're against, right? Putting their best no, players, no, on look, teams. if it makes yeah. sense, you put your best 11 out there, uh, you know, on special teams. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, how confident are we at linebacker? I'm, I'm pretty confident with the first two, uh, personally. Uh, Kev, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I've grown in confidence. I think I wouldn't have made that video as scathing as I did last week if I wasn't confident that, you know, they're going to take some step forward. I think uh, Tatum Bethune is, he's a ball player. I think is the kind of kid where um, linebacker, especially is a position that I think translates pretty well from lower levels up to, to higher levels. And, you know, he, he had a better game against UF than in anybody we had on the roster. So, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to be a, a, a good player. I think Kalen DeLoach is going to take another step up. And I, I, I think you've got two kids that, you know, are make a pretty solid starting linebacker crew. Uh, I think DJ Lundy, he took a step up from his freshman year to a sophomore year last season. I think he's going to take another step up with his drop in weight. Um, and uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think I'm more optimistic about the linebacker room than I thought I would be. Um but yeah, uh, hopefully it's not the weakness that it was last year. Right. I'm more optimistic because I like the two starters, and I think we're going to have a whole lot of DBs on the field most of the time. Because that depth, mm-hmm. that, that depth still kind of scares me. I mean, it is yeah. like it's great. The weight loss is good. I just can't project. I can't project anything other than a mix right now because I have question marks around all three of the linebackers. I at least I I got to I got to squeeze some more practice film before I feel anything <laughs> other than. It's it's not a finished product yet, but I, I think we're gonna right. see a lot of DBs on the field. That's my prediction as far as as far as how I feel. So not very very, very confident in the starters. No, I'm not there with the depth yet. I not enough there, not not enough proof of concept. That's fair. Yeah, uh F fifty five SU, yeah. I mean they ran a lot of nickel last year. Fuller talked about run, wanting to run a lot of nickel uh with Kevin Knowles in that in that nickel slot. So yeah, I, I mean I would 
I would define this de- defense as a four-two-five right now. Yeah, and that's not based off my comments. Not based off anything that we saw at practice. Yeah. I think that's based yeah. off of what, what they've done the recruiting. What they, yeah, what the roster composition, just mm-hmm. sheer numbers, where yeah, the strength of your defense lies. I mean, it's, I, I like I said, that's just that's just a very because it came from me uneducated pro- mm-hmm. projection. But I expect a lot of DBs on the field. So the star, the star position uh, in the four-two-five. Yeah, I think their first year here, it was kind of more of a, a Sam backer. Then it kind of morphed into a star, which is more of a safety body when Jamie Robinson was playing it. Then Kevin Knowles started playing it. And so it's really more of a nickel corner, if you're going to call it anything. Um, it's all semantics at this point, but I think um, that it's kind of sitting more in the, in the corner range than like a true star hybrid. Yeah. You okay, buddy? Got some adult dating site. Oh, <laughs> don't pull up your tabs. Chat. Don't pull up your tab. Uh, yeah, you could have a real weird background here in a little bit. That ain't my bag, baby. Yeah, whatever, hentai right. boy. Let's All get right. out of here for my boys. Listen, guys, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Knowles 24-7, 60% off for a whole year. I think that's the deal or full year for 60. Something with 60%. Sign up to Knowles 24-7. It's a better deal than any of you savages deserve. Go uh, subscribe to the old Knowles 24-7 YouTube page, the X's and Knowles YouTube page. Bloop. Turn your subscriptions on. We're going to be here all, all camp giving you the info, squeezing you the football juice that you so desperately crave. And then guess what, guys? Week one is creeping up way faster than you think. And then what happens with week one? Honest to goodness, full game film, instant reactions. Who knows what else? Join the fun and never stop chopping. Keep chopping. I'm Trey. That's Kev. That's Adam. Keep chopping. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining for the live stream. We love you guys. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.